European Hearts Journal Issue at a Glance, Volume 37, Issue 39, by Editor-in-Chief Professor Thomas Luscher. Dyslipidemias, New Mechanistic Insights and the 2016 ESC Guidelines. Ever since Nikolai Anichkov's seminal experiments in rabbits, lipids have been associated with atherosclerosis. The Framingham study, and numerous cohorts thereafter, subsequently confirms the prognostic value of cholesterol, and in particular LDL cholesterol, and the 4S trial eventually proved the cholesterol hypothesis by demonstrating the marked reduction of major cardiovascular events upon lipid lowering, later confirmed by numerous other trials. More recently, triglycerides and lipoprotein A have also been taken into account for risk stratification. The 2016 ESC-EAS guidelines for the management of dyslipidemias, authored by the ESC task force members, appraise current evidence and identify remaining knowledge gaps in managing the prevention of dyslipidemias. In addition, they provide updated recommendations on guiding cardiovascular prevention in clinical practice with a focus on plasma lipid levels. While statins got a 1A recommendation, the combination with azetamib received only 2B. PCSK9 inhibitors are still considered with caution, even though phase 2 trials revealed encouraging results on top of statins with or without statin intolerance, and those on lipid apheresis with no effect on the risk of diabetes. Of importance, a lifetime approach of improving lifestyle habits and reducing risk factors in patients with established or at risk of cardiovascular disease, as well as in healthy people of all ages, is recommended. Besides the measurement of plasma cholesterol levels, according to current recommendations, imaging of atherosclerosis has become increasingly utilised for risk assessment and to guide management. To that end, carotid and intravascular ultrasound, optical coherence tomography, computed tomography, and positron emission tomography have been used. Since vulnerable plaques, in particular, activated by inflammatory cytokines, are prone to rupture and elicit acute coronary syndrome, metabolic imaging of plaques has increasingly attracted interest. In a clinical review article, Imaging Atherosclerosis with Positron Emission Tomography, Ahmed Tawakol and colleagues from the Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston, USA, argue that positron emission tomography represents a non-invasive method to measure biological processes that are relevant to atherosclerosis, including atherosclerotic inflammation and arterial calcification. Commonly, 18F fluorodeoxyglucose has been used as a tracer to visualize inflammatory processes in atherosclerotic plaques and to test the efficacy of therapeutic interventions. Other tracers, such as 18F sodium fluoride, provide additional possibilities to characterize atherosclerotic plaques. This review summarizes the emerging use of positron emission tomography arterial imaging as a marker of vascular inflammation and atherosclerosis, as a prognostic tool, and as a clinical research tool. Besides statins and azetamib, 
PCSK9 inhibitors have recently been introduced to lower LDL cholesterol as an alternative in patients with statin intolerance, particularly muscle pain, or on top of current therapy in high-risk patients, such as those with familial hypercholesterolemia. A drawback of statins is the fact that these lipid-lowering drugs increase the risk of diabetes, which may reduce their preventative potential in patients with hypercholesterolemia. It is therefore of clinical importance to assess such risks with new PCSK9 antibodies. In their clinical research paper, No Effect of PCSK9 Inhibitor Alirocumab on the Incidence of Diabetes in a Pooled Analysis from 10 Odyssey Phase 3 Studies, Helen M. Colhoun from the Western General Hospital in Edinburgh, UK, investigated the risk of developing new-onset diabetes and pre-diabetes in patients treated with alirocumab, a recently approved proprotein convertase subtilizin kexin type 9 inhibitor that lowers low-density lipoprotein cholesterol. This study assessed the effects of alirocumab on incidence in individuals without diabetes at baseline. To that end, the authors conducted a pooled analysis of 10 Odyssey Phase 3 trials involving 4,974 patients treated with alirocumab for 24 to 104 weeks on top of a statin. At baseline, one-third of individuals had diabetes and were excluded from the analysis. The remaining 3,448 patients without diabetes had prediabetes in 40% of the cases while 30% were normoglycemic. The hazard ratio for diabetes-related treatment emergent adverse events with alirocumab was 0.64 and 0.55 with placebo. The hazard ratio for transition from prediabetes to new-onset diabetes was 0.90 for alirocumab and 1.10 for placebo compared to azetamib. The main change in fasting plasma glucose, or glycated hemoglobin A1c, over time did not differ between treatment groups in patients without diabetes. There was no evidence of a diabetogenic effect of alirocumab in individuals without diabetes at baseline compared to either placebo or azetamib. These clinically important findings are discussed in a comprehensive editorial by Navid Sattar, from the Glasgow Royal Infirmary in Scotland, UK. Lipid metabolisms in the body are regulated by many pathways. In an EHJ brief communication, deficiency of the oxygen sensor prolyl hydroxylase 1 attenuates hypercholesterolemia, inflammation, atherosclerosis, and hyperglycemia. Judith Slumer and colleagues from the Maastricht University Medical Center in the Netherlands provide evidence for a novel regulator of cholesterol metabolism which simultaneously impacts on glucose intolerance and inflammation. Mice, deficient of the oxygen sensor HIF prolyl hydroxylase 1, PHD1, were backcrossed onto an atherogenic LDL receptor, or LDLR, knockout background. Atherosclerosis was induced using a Western-type diet for eight weeks. PHD1-LDLR double-knockout mice 
exhibited a sharp reduction in VLDL and LDL contained plasma cholesterol levels. In line with that, atherosclerotic plaque area, necrotic core expansion, and plaque stage quantification was hampered in PHD1 LDLR mice. Mechanistically, cholesterol lowering in PHD1 deficient mice appeared to be independent of pathways exploited by statins or PCSK9 inhibitors. Indeed, PHD1 knockout mice showed enhanced cholesterol excretion from the blood to the intestines and ultimately feces. Additionally, flow cytometry of whole blood of these mice revealed reduced counts of leukocytes and particularly of LY6C high pro-inflammatory monocytes. In addition, when studying PHD1 deletion in diet-induced obese mice exposed 14 weeks to a high-fat diet, the animals were less glucose intolerant as compared to wild-type littermates. Thus, mice lacking the oxygen sensor HIF prolyl hydroxylase 1 display a metabolic phenotype that generally is deemed protective against cardiovascular disease. Future studies should focus on the specificity of this effect and the translation of these preliminary findings into the human. The editors hope that this issue of the European Heart Journal will find the interest of its readers.